0: Good morning, Wright County, and a blessed Sunday morning to you. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. My name is Paul Nickel. I'm pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota. We are on the airwaves this morning to share a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. Jesus died for you so that you might live for him. We begin our radio worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading for today comes from the first letter of the Apostle John, chapter 4, verses 7-12. through 12. This scripture passage is about love—God's love for us, and our love for one another. St. John writes, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His love is perfected in us. A second reading comes from the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Galatians, chapter 5, verses 16 through 25. The Apostle writes, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Citizens of Wright County, let us indeed keep in step with the Spirit, so that by the grace of Jesus Christ, we might bear the fullness of the Spirit's fruit for the glory of God. The psalm for the day is Psalm 1. The psalmist writes, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law... For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Shall we pray? Our God and our Father, as you have first loved us, so help us to love one another. Take away every sin from our hearts, that the Holy Spirit might bear pure fruit within us. For Jesus' sake, Forgive us, renew us, and lead us. Our God and our Father, have mercy upon our broken world. Turn the pandemic from us. Guide our nation through the troubled waters of this election season. Grant an abundance of faith and hope and love to the Christian Church. Into your good and gracious hands we commend ourselves. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. A reading now from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 17. In this scripture passage, Jesus teaches us, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. For the past few weeks, I have been speaking with you about the seven I Am's of Jesus Christ. Our Lord says, I am the bread of life. I AM THE LIGHT OF THE WORLD, I AM THE DOOR, I AM THE GOOD SHEPHERD, I AM THE RESURRECTION AND THE LIFE, I AM THE WAY AND THE TRUTH AND THE LIFE, I AM THE VINE. One of the wonderful things about these I AMs is that while they teach us about Christ, they also teach us about ourselves. When you think hard about the I am sayings, you learn something about who Jesus is. At the same time, you learn something about who you are. This dual nature of the I am sayings is made especially clear in John 15, 5, when Jesus declares, I am the vine." You are the branches. In this saying, Jesus uses a vivid metaphor to describe the Christian Church. The Christian Church is like a vine plant. The vine itself, the main stalk, is Christ. And the branches, which grow out from the vine while always remaining connected to the vine, are the individual Christians, individual members of Jesus' church. First, we'll consider the nature of the vine, and then we'll consider the nature of the branches. The vine, of course, is Christ. Jesus says, I am the vine. What does this metaphor teach us about our Lord? Well, perhaps you are like me, and you are more familiar with trees than you are with vines. If that's the case for you, then imagine in your mind's eye a giant maple tree. The trunk is the main part of the tree, the part that holds up and supports every single branch and limb. Furthermore, through the trunk, nourishment flows up from the ground and into the branches. In a vine plant, the main stalk, which Jesus calls simply the vine, functions in the same way as a tree trunk. The vine holds up and supports and above all gives nourishment to the branches that are connected to it. When it comes to the church, we need to remember that Christ is the vine and that we are the branches. It is Christ. Who supports the church. It is Christ who nourishes the church's members. Think of all the ways in which Christ, the true vine, lends support and nourishment to his people. Christ is the one who reveals the Father, and through him we Christians are rooted and grounded in the reality of God. Christ is the one who died on the cross, and through him, the nourishing sap of blood-bought forgiveness flows into our lives. Christ is the one who rose on the third day, and through him, the nourishing sap of eternal life flows into our souls. Christ supports us day by day, week by week, through the proclamation of his word. Christ supports us day by day, week by week, through the administration of the sacraments. In these and other ways, Christ is the vine who supports, and we are the branches who are supported. Sometimes, I think we forget this. We forget that it is the vine who supports the branches, and not the other way around. There is a constant temptation perhaps stemming from pride, to think that it is we ourselves who are ultimately responsible for the Church's current well-being and continued existence. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we think and act as though the future of God's kingdom depended entirely upon us and upon our efforts, our programs, our plans, and our ideas. But that is certainly not the case. Does a twig hold up a maple tree? Does a tiny branch hold up the weight of an entire vine? Of course not. There is no need for us to burn ourselves out by taking on a responsibility which we ourselves were never meant to bear. Underneath the church, holding us up, are the everlasting arms of Christ. At the end of the day, he is the one who supports the church. For Christ is the vine, and we are the branches. In Christ, every branch is born in place. In Christ, the branches rest. Now, let's think further about what it means to be a branch. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. To be a branch is to be connected to Christ, to be a member of his church. And here are four things you should know about being a branch. First, please know that Jesus wants his branches to bear fruit. In John fifteen six, our Lord says, I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. The fruit Jesus wants us to bear is love. In John fifteen twelve, Jesus says Love one another as I have loved you. Love. Christ like, sacrificial, persistent, action oriented, goodness seeking love. That is the fruit which Jesus wants us to bear in our every thought, word, and deed. Love, it's the fruit which glorifies God and serves our neighbor. Second, please know that we branches can bear the fruit of love only to the extent that we abide in Christ. Listen to what Jesus says in John 15, verses 4 and 5. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Abiding in Christ. That's the indispensable key to living a fruitful life. Because apart from Christ, you can do nothing. To abide in Christ means to live in Christ. To abide in Christ means to get connected to Christ and then to continue in your connection with the Lord for as long as you live. If you want to bear the fruit of love, then you must abide in Christ. You must get yourself connected to the Lord so that his love might be poured into your heart and so that his love might begin to flow in you and through you and out from you into the world. Once again, Jesus is the vine We are the branches. When you are connected to the vine and abide in him, then you are rooted and grounded in the love of God, and the love of God begins to course like sap through your spiritual veins. But if you separate yourself from the vine, then you cut yourself off from the only source of true and abiding love. If you separate yourself from the vine, then you can bear no lasting fruit. The most important thing in your Christian life is having a strong and personal relationship with Jesus Christ, because apart from him, you can do nothing. Jesus says in John fifteen six, 6, If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. Practically speaking, how can you abide in Christ and through abiding bear the fruit of love? I would suggest to you two things, Bible study and prayer. If you sincerely read God's Word every day, then you are abiding in the vine. And if you sincerely pray every day, giving thanks confessing sins, seeking God's will and God's help in any and every situation, then you are abiding in the vine. And if you are abiding in the vine, then sooner or later the fruit will come. Jesus hints at the profound connection between God's word, prayer, and fruit-bearing when he says in John fifteen seven and 8, If you abide in me, And my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Third, please know that branches can expect to be pruned. In John 15:2, Jesus says, "Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit." Notice, even if you are already bearing the fruit of love in your life, God is still going to prune your heart. As long as you live, God will continue to cut away at the sinful habits that persist even in the hearts of his born-again people. This pruning may not be comfortable, but it will keep you healthy and connected to Christ and in good shape to love. Finally, please know that it is a matter of great joy to be or to become a branch on the Christ vine. In ancient times, vines were associated with grapes, and grapes were associated with wine, and wine was a symbol for joy. The concept of joy runs like a hidden current throughout Jesus' entire discourse about the vine and its branches. In John 15:11, Jesus brings the current to the surface. He says, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. At the end of the day, to live as a branch on the vine is to unite yourself to Christ, and to share fully in the life of God and in the love of God. And sharing fully in the life and love of God, well, that's the very definition of joy at least as far as I can tell. If you want to experience joy in your life, then I invite you. Come to Christ. He is the vine. Through repentance and faith, you can become a branch. And what are you waiting for? Life on the vine is good. In Jesus' name, amen. It's time now for a hymn. The church's one foundation is Jesus Christ her Lord. She is his new creation by water and the word. From heaven he came and sought her to be his holy bride. With his blood he bought her, and for her life he died. Elect from every nation, yet one over all the earth, her charter of salvation, one Lord, one faith, one birth. One holy name she blesses, partakes one holy food, and to one hope she presses with every grace endued. The church shall never perish. Her dear Lord to defend, to guide, sustain, and cherish is with her to the end. Though there be those that hate her, and false sons in her pale, against both foe and traitor she ever shall prevail. And she on earth has union with God, the three in one, and mystic sweet communion with those whose rest is one. O blessed heavenly chorus, Lord, save us by your grace, that we, like saints before us, may see you face to face. Would you please join with me as we confess our Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed? We confess. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Our mission is to bring you a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I AM the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith as your personal Lord and Savior? If you would like to learn more about how to receive Jesus into your heart, please call Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota at 763-878-2092. Again, please call Faith Lutheran Church at 763-878-2092. I would also like to invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Please come join us. We're located in Silver Creek Township, just north of Lake Mariah State Park, at 12449 Clementa Avenue Northwest. Google search Faith Lutheran Church Monticello to find our website or Facebook page. This has been Pastor Paul Nickel from Faith Lutheran Church. I'm signing off the airwaves for now, but remember this. He is the vine, and we are the branches. See yeah. you. Yeah.